Hi guys, welcome back to Heard the Podcast. I'm your host, Danny. You can find Heard the Podcast on Instagram and Twitter at Heard the Podcast, H-E-R-D the Podcast. We're on all podcast review platforms. Um, we are also on YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, H-E-R apostrophe D the Podcast. And I am joined here by a special guest, Miss Jasmine. Should I say your last name? Was it Jasmine? What do you go by? Desiree. Jasmine Desiree. Yes, ma'am. Congrats. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Jasmine Desiree is here. Okay, so it's been a long time coming. Yes. I'm glad you're here. Me and too. I've never had um I've never had this um type of guest. So I guess okay, okay. So because I feel like, you know, what you do is very needed. I feel like this this with women and just like with intimacy and things like that. Yes. So what would you categorize yourself like would you say that you're like a bedroom consultant or intimacy consultant or what would you say so on the technical side Mm -hmm. I would be considered like a bedroom candy consultant okay and bedroom Um, candy is a brand um by candy burris um, from the real housewives of atlanta and Mm -hmm. also escape right Mm -hmm. um but um a sexuality coach Mm, okay um see we need all of that yeah you know i I need a coach sexuality coach sex coach you can give it all types of names intimacy coach Mm -hmm. um but at the end of the day it's really you know i'm a consultant for bedroom candy so how long have you been with Bedroom Candy? Ooh, I've been with Bedroom Candy for four years now. So what made you want to get into that industry? I'm curious. So to be honest, where it started was I attended a, what they would say, quote unquote, a bedroom, a, a toy party, right? Oh. Um, and It was your toy party? Or mm-hmm, you, 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 I okay. hosted one. So I was basically like a host of a party for my sister. Oh, so she was with Bedroom Candy first? She was a pure romance consultant. Oh. That's another company. We said, you said a pure romance? Yes. Okay, is that more explicit than Bedroom Candy? Is that around the same thing? It's the same stuff, okay. just a different company. Okay, okay. Um, so she was a pure romance consultant, and um, she was like, you know, can you do a party for me? And I'm like, okay, I'll do a party. I invited my friends out. Mm-hmm. They bought stuff, and I'm like, okay, cool. How does this work? You know, um, how much did you make? She was like, oh, I made like 500 some dollars. Plus it's like, the tips and stuff, right? Well, no, you just make money off of everything that you sell. You get a percentage of your sales. Okay, okay. So when I realized that she just made money off my friends, I felt the way. So she should have gave you a little cut. I was like, okay, (laughs) so how do I get into this? My first mind went business. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, cool. So if you can do that, so you need about 10 people. I started calculating numbers in my head because. Did you study business? No, I did not. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm just, so it's just natural. It's just, it's natural. just natural. Okay. okay. It's a, it's a hustler. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But when I noticed what happened, I'm like, okay, so how do you get into this X, Y, and Z? She told me. I researched it for a little while. At the time, I was working at the Gaylord. I was working at the hotel. Okay. I'm um, on the, the National At the Harbor. Harbor. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I was making decent money or whatever, but I thought this would be cool to get into because I've always been comfortable talking about sex. Why? We have to, because, because, wait, because, like, this, okay, okay, okay. So, like, for, okay, this, I'm very, like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm shy. Right. Like, right. I'm shy in the bedroom. Like, it takes me, like, maybe, like, maybe two or three times for me to be comfortable, comfortable with the guy. Okay. And then after that, okay, like, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm doing my thing. And then plus, like, you know, you know, everyone has a different body type. Right. So it's like some people, um, you know, some certain confidence um, go with certain mm-hmm, body types. Mm-hmm. So it's things like that. So I'm sure that you cover that with with your clients yes. stuff too. But okay, so so yeah, why did you? So yeah, continue. Okay. Because <laughs> girl, it's just like it's like because yes. you were always into it. Like I'm so shy. I'm yes. sh- I don't know. So um, my mom was always open about it. Really, and it starts young. Okay. So like my mom had conversations with us maybe fourth, fifth grade mm-hmm. about condoms, how you should use them, how you're supposed to wear them, you know, how you're supposed to put it on, make sure he has one on, things mm-hmm. like that. Um, and growing up, it was never too, like, my mom was the one that was kind of like, be be comfortable coming to me and talking to uh-huh. me about this stuff. And she always made it a comfortable thing. To this day. Wait, so when did, when did we meet? We met in high school or middle school? High school. Okay. Wait, what middle school? Andrew Jackson? I went to Andrew Jackson too, but I want to say more so high school. Okay, okay. I want to say. Okay. Um, I, Andrew Jackson was a blur. We talked about that. Okay. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so she always made it comfortable for me to come to her and talk to her about stuff like that. And to this day, it's literally like, hey, mom, so why I was with such and such yesterday? And we can have a full-blown conversation mm-hmm. as if that's just my best friend. Mm-hmm. Um, But 
maybe like you know we start having sex well me like high school mm-hmm. about that yeah, 17 18 mm-hmm. years or whatever and my friends would come to me for advice and i'd be like girl mm-hmm. just do this you know you know how about you i mean how explicit can we get on here oh, you know? child, okay, go ahead. so like you know i'm like okay he want me to do x y and z and i'm like you know just suck his dick while he's driving Oh like, yeah, this is in high school. This is at Fullsville. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I would give those, you know, if you really want to capture his attention, because mm-hmm. I knew what had worked for me. Oh, that's right. So I would tell them different things. So I found myself being that friend, that go-to friend for advice when it came to sex. When it comes to being confident, you got it's more about confidence. How you show up in the room and how you about to, you know, what I'm saying, show up in the bedroom mm. is about how you walk through the door. Why so. do you think it's important for? For parents, like, what did you like about your mother being so open about? Well, I think one of the things is you got to understand that we are sexual human beings. Mm-hmm. You start feeling away at the earliest about seven. Little little boys start getting their, their penis is hard when they wake up mm-hmm. and trying to figure out what is this about. As a young, you know, um, little girl, you start to feel away and you are grinding up against the pillow mm-hmm. trying to figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. And if you don't really have those conversations with your kids, they mm. start humping their cousins. Mm-hmm. That's just the reality mm-hmm. of it. Because they don't know what's right, what's wrong, mm-hmm. why they feeling like this. So those conversations are needed. Like, you need to know exactly what your body is going to do. You don't want to feel like you're you're wrong or you're mm-hmm. you're you're different or it's unnormal. Like, this or, is com- mm-hmm. Right. This is common. This is going to happen. This is what's going to take place. And i rather get in front of telling my kids. So my son is 11. Mm-hmm. My daughter's eight. I've talked to both of them about sex. Mm-hmm. More so my son, he's a little bit more mature, mm-hmm. but I've shown him, even with like my products, I'll show them exactly how to put a condom on mm-hmm. and things like that. Ask him about what's the STD, what's this, what's mm-hmm. that. He knows about those things. So my thing is, kids are going to have sex. Yeah, and kids are, kids, are, kids are smarter. I feel like kids are smarter than what we think they are. Like, they you know are. what I'm saying? They are, they're very intuitive. They're, they're, they notice things that we, you know, they notice everything. So mm-hmm. I think what you're doing is, is, is really yeah. good, yeah. So kids, my thing is, if you look at like, okay, I'm going to have a child. Sometimes father's like, I ain't going to, my daughter not going to be what she is. And if you, if you shelter her from it, she going to want to do it even more. Cause mm-hmm. now you're making it seem like, Ooh, it's so intriguing. You know what I mean? So make it more comfortable. Like, I know you're going to do this. Let me at least tell you what's the best practices to do it. Mm-hmm. So for me and my kids, it's like, I already know y'all going to have sex. I wanted to have sex. You know, my, you know, I, all my friends was having sex mm-hmm. at a certain age. So as a parent, I feel like the best thing you can do is just have the conversation anyway. You'd rather be like, well, at least I had the conversation. They knew what and what not to do versus they go out there, catch something, didn't know what to do because nine times out of 10, it's a trial and error thing mm-hmm. because your parents don't talk to you about it. You learn everything. They shame with your first, you and mm-hmm. you learn everything with your first partner. You don't know what you're doing. You just doing what you saw on TV, on a porno and things like that. Men don't know what they're doing. That's why no. they don't really know how to eat pussy. <laughs> they just Hello. trying to figure it out. You know what I mean? <laughs> They trying to figure it out, but even as women, even as women and then and then it's, and vice versa too. There's a mm-hmm. lot of women don't know how to suck dick. Mm-hmm. They don't know what they doing. They don't know mm-hmm. the best practice. They don't know what to do. There's no class to say, hey, let me come in and show you how to have the best sex ever. Mm-hmm. You just trial and error. So it makes it messes you up when somebody lying to you. Oh yeah, baby, you doing the damn thing. Then you give it somebody that don't give a fuck. Like, what are you doing? This mm-hmm. is not it. You know what I mean? This is not it. You know because as women, we don't want to hurt their feelings. So we over here like, oh, ah, ah, faking and moaning. Yeah. And they, yeah. they, they you know, throw them I've down. I mastered that at a young age. You know what I mean? <laughs> that early, early, early on. So it's, it's like, very man. important to like, you know, so I feel like it's important to, you know, tell your kids about that stuff very, you know, early as possible. But parents are so uncomfortable because it's something that's passed down. Mm-hmm. So it's like, for me, let me go ahead and tell them about it so they can be like, well, my mother did tell me. It wasn't like I never got the conversation. So what are some things, so you said that your friends would come to you and stuff and, mm-hmm. um, and I'm sure they would be curious and like nervous, like what are some things for you, like what are some things that, or some ways that you empower women or people, um, when it comes to just, you know, sex and being intimate? Um, like I said, that confidence goes a long way. Always being in the learning chair, always willing, like even where I'm in, I am now, I'm always willing to learn something. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, figuring out yourself. Is one of the biggest things that I tell women, um, because men do it. They don't get. They figure themselves out quick. Mm-hmm. They, they know, but a lot of times with women, we don't touch ourselves. We don't explore ourselves. We don't figure out exactly what it is that we like. We don't know certain parts of our body do certain things. So that pleasure part of us, we really don't know. Mm. So it's like educate yourself on on your own body. 
know what works, what don't work, what you like. Because if a man does go to do certain things, you can say, oh, yeah, I don't like to be touched mm-hmm. right there. But I do like to be touched right here. Or, you know, my, where's your erogenous zones? And they like, we're in erogenous zones. What's an erogenous zone? So your erogenous zone. Oh, arousal? Zone, your sensitive areas on your back. Okay. Mm-hmm. Most people are like behind their ear, their mm-hmm. neck, their inner thigh, things like that. So you need to know exactly what those places is. So if I go to, you be like, oh, no, not right there. Not, mm, no, girl. You know, you got to know. But when you know, you know. But if you don't know, you just exploring. So one of the things that I like to tell women is, like, really take a, take that time out to figure yourself out. And it kind of goes into that self-love, self-care type of, you know, realm where it's mm-hmm. like, do you know yourself? Mm-hmm. Have you fell in love with you? Mm-hmm. If you don't take that time out to fall in love with you and figure yourself out, you can't teach somebody else how to do that. So would you say that, um, you know, if someone is confident, like if a woman is confident, you know, it wouldn't really matter if she had those past insecurities, like that confidence will, I guess, will um, stand out more in like, you know, when it comes to the bedroom. If she don't have like if she if she was insecure and then, you know, she found her confidence, like you said, she found her confidence, Mm -hmm. you know, um, her I guess her confidence will overpower that. And like, you know, she, you know, because I guess what I'm trying to say is like. Um, you can wear your confidence. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like, you know, and when you're in the bedroom, you wear your confidence. So like whatever insecurity you may have, it doesn't matter because your confidence mm-hmm. is overpowering that. So your confidence is intriguing right. to, to your partner, I guess. Right. So right, you think right. that's, is that like a real thing? You think so? I do think that's a real thing in this, in a way. Mm-hmm. I think, um, those insecurities will, hmm, it's such a case by case basis mm-hmm. type of thing. But I do think that if you, if you're not faking it, mm-hmm. you can you can tell when people are faking the confidence. It's mm-hmm. like mm, she came in here with a with a it's a facade. Mm-hmm. But when it's real, it show up every time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But when it's fake, you you can you like she trying to mask something. When you know energy, you can tell when somebody's it's not them. You know what I mean? It's like you trying to be something that you're not, so you can try to hide something that's really going on. Mm-hmm. But um, in the bedroom, it's always it's also still about your partner too. Your mm-hmm. partner will make or break your confidence in the bedroom. Oh, give me an example. That's that, but that's so. But yeah, give me an example. Like, what do you have an experience, um, or like you know someone that told you like an experience? Because that is very true. And that's when I, very when true. I say that I'm saying like you got to make sure you're dating the person that's on your level, right? And they they, they may not they may not react to something. They may mm-hmm. not react well to something that you want try. I guess or I don't I don't know. I don't I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they may not react well. Uh, yeah, so, you know what I'm saying. They, they, they can they can break that, they can break you, that confidence honestly. And, sure. and when I say that, it's more so about communication. Mm-hmm. Like in everything in life, and this is my talk every day, every second, every moment. Communication is key with every single thing. To the point where if I didn't, if I never text you back, and told you I was on my way, and you'd be like, "Why she won't text me?" Mm-hmm. If I'm not communicating, you things start getting lost in translation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But when it comes to your partner, them first couple dates. Communi- we need to be communicating. I need to know. And people don't feel like you should be bringing up sex on the first date. Of course not. What? I feel like somewhere from the first couple of dates, I need to know. Really? Yeah, I do feel like it's a topic. so like a, like a like a like a like a first date. When I say bring up sex, I'm not saying hey, I'm trying to fuck mm-hmm. on the first date, but the conversation is just as important as every other conversation because really? there's two things that break up relationships and marriages. Okay, yes, yeah, sex, money, and sex. Mm-hmm. That's a big topic. We need to make sure we're on the same page. You want to know why? Because I might be into blindfolds and whips and chains, and you might be like, oh, hell no. We need to go ahead and stop this now. You know what I mean? That <laughs> that's like a, that's like, like a third date topic, no? I mean, it could be a third date, but I'm saying mm-hmm. some people feel like you shouldn't be bringing it up at all. I feel like because of what I do, mm-hmm. I'm the one that's going to be bringing that up, and I don't want that man to feel uncomfortable because I might I might ask a question. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, wow, why are you bringing it up? You know what I mean? Because I, I need to know what's going on. I'm not saying, like, how big is your dick. I'm not saying that. And some, these niggas be lying like shit. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> These niggas be lying like shit the first, the first time you talk like to them, that, too. But I may bring up, like, a scenario. I'm you saying, know, like, any they, they just be lying. Scenario, whatever. They just be lying the first some time you talk. Do. Some of them do. So just watch out for those that, that be lying. <laughs> some of them do. But you can always, like I said, you can see through the, you can mm-hmm. see through the facade. When it's fake, it's fake. When it's real, you know it's real. So how do you feel about, we'll, we'll get to bedroom candy, but I'm going to ask okay. a few things. So, like, like, how do you feel about talking during sex? I feel like it's needed. Why? You gotta communicate. It's, and, and I'm gonna say this, okay? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, re, I'm gonna re, rephrase that. I would tell somebody mm-hmm. to do that during mm-hmm. sex, but make sure it works for you and your partner, mm-hmm. because every single body is different. Everybody's different. Like 
you can't sit and imagine the things that some people like that some people be like, yeah, no. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Some people, I've, I've, I have, I've yet to meet too many people that's like, I like quiet sex. Like, dead silence. Like, right now, we just... Mm-hmm. Some that's guys, some not, guys like that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's why it's a it's a conversation that it goes back to communication. You know what I mean? I personally say, girl, talk to him. Mm-hmm. S- say what you got to say. Tell him to talk back. Communicate. Look him in his eyes. You know what I'm saying? That's where that confidence it gets exchanged. I feel like it's all needed. I've but, noticed guys like when you moan. It turns them on, even if it's fake or not. They like hearing you moan because it turns them on. Right, yeah, I feel like yeah, right, but. Like I said, you got to, and that's why I got, you have to be comfortable in your relationship to where you can ask those type of questions. Like, what is it that you like? Like, I feel like you should talk going ahead. I want you, I want to know if, you, if mm-hmm. I'm doing it right. Like, am I, do you, do you like I've it like this? I've never talked during head. I mean, literally talking during oral sex. Like mm. literally like you, cause some, at first, right. This is a personal experience, mm-hmm. right? At first I'm a, I'm more of a dominant person in the okay. bedroom and I never like for a guy to. Oh, I don't like that. Dude, don't touch my head. Yeah, I don't like that. But after conversation, right, it's almost similar to, like, if a guy is giving you world sex and it feels so good that your hand automatically, you know, so mm-hmm. I realized that I was doing it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, it could be the same thing. It ain't like he trying to help me out because mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't need no help. I got this, sir. Mm-hmm. But it's more so, like, it feel good. I want you to stay right. It's more like a stay right there type of gesture. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but through communication, now, while I'm doing, while I'm doing it, it's like, I'll take his hand and be like, okay, go ahead. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that communication goes a long way. And it, and, and the talking and the moaning and all of that. <laughs> <laughs> right. You agree, right? Yeah. The talking and the moaning, all of that kind of goes together. You know what I mean? So, and it's all about you knowing your partner, what they like. Like when it comes to sex, I think the best thing you can do is go into sex once to make sure your partner is pleased. Mm. Cause if you please your partner, then their main focus is going to be pleasing, pleasing you. you. Mm-hmm. So each time it's like an exchange of, I want to make sure you good. I want to make sure you good. I want to make sure you good. When I go into sex, I'm not thinking about me. I'm thinking about watch how I make, make sure he paid my car note. Oh, I know that's right. You know what I mean? Hello. Like, watch how I make sure this gets, you know what I'm saying? It's done. <laughs> I ain't thinking about me. I'm not worried about whether I get mine. I'm worried about whether he gets his. Cause if he get his, I can get what I'm trying to get. I know that's right. So, like, what, okay, so what are some things um, that you would suggest or, like, from your experience that you think that would spice up um, the bedroom? Like, spice up, you know? Um, like I said, it is it is um, case by case because I don't know what you're already doing mm-hmm. to say, hey, throw this in. And you're like, well, we already doing that, you know. But on a regular scale, if you're just doing missionary I would say do a different do a different position, mm-hmm. change locations. Instead mm-hmm. of doing it in the bed, do it on the floor. Do it in the living room. Do it in a spontaneous area. Do it in the family bathroom at the mall. You know what I mean? Do it on the roof. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, you know, I'm just throwing some things out there in the car. You know what I mean? Back seat, you know, windows up somewhere. You know, don't don't be at the playground, y'all, because you know, you don't want to get caught. <laughs> you know, I don't have ran into a few incidents. You really? Yeah. You caught somebody at the at the park? I mean, I got caught by the police. Really? When? Oh, I'm not gonna ask when. I'm not gonna ask when. But really? Yeah. Okay, so what what was the most spontaneous place that you've had sex? I've had sex at my job on the roof. Really? Yeah, that probably was the most spontaneous. And like, but it's like so, it's like so sneaky, like, but it's still like, like it's racing because like you're on the roof so people can see you. Yeah, right? but it if was a look high up. roof. It was a high. So but you, was, but you could see people. I can see them. Mm. Yeah, mm, but they couldn't see me. Oh, wow. And it was cold, so we had to get in, get out. But those are the best times too. Like that would be something I would suggest. Like do something different. You know, do something where it's like you sneaking. You know, when you kids, that's the best time. You're like, mm-hmm. you know, those times when you sneaking be the best times. <laughs> you gotta get in, get out. You, you on the time, you on the time scale. So it's like, come on, let's get. Literally, he was the security at the thing, so he had the key to the room. Child, it's the security so. with the, it's, it's always the security with the keys. The 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 so. it's always the security. <laughs> so literally, it he was know like, all the places where the like, camera's not at. Right. All that shit. Yeah. So it worked perfectly. You know, we had a great time, and it's like it's things that you never forget. You know what I mean? Or I know some people that literally get right outside their car somewhere and have sex right outside of their car. Mm. You know, at the park, on the beach, you know, things like that. When you go out of town, fuck it. Oh, hell yeah. They don't know you. You know what I mean? (laughs) They don't know you. (laughs) So things like that will really spice up. You know, aside from adding toys and different things like that to the bedroom, those are like minor things you can do to really just spark a little, you know, extra in the bedroom, you know. Have you ever had like high sex or drunk sex or? Oh 
So which one is best for you? High sex or drunk sex? I would I wouldn't say I've actually had high sex. Mm-hmm. Now I have gotten high and used a vibrator. It was great. Mm. But not actually had sex with somebody else. And then my partner don't smoke or drink or nothing like that. So you know. We might get into maybe some drunk sex, but I would say drunk sex for me. Because mm-hmm. when I'm intoxicated, I think I don't have a gag reflex. Ooh. You know what I mean? Like, literally, Ooh. it'd be weird. Like, <laughs> why is it that when I'm when I'm sober, it's not the same as when I'm intoxicated? Like, when I'm intoxicated, I'm just like, even once he come, I'm still like, all right, let's go, let's go again, let's go again. You know, it's like something about the liquor. It kind of like, um, I would say it kind of like um, your body is in its tent. You're not as, you know. You're loosened up. very much so loose. For me, I love, um, I love high sex. See, I don't know. I love high sex because, like, it's like I'm, like, floating. And it's like, Mm. it's like a, it's like a, I'm in, like, a dream. Or, like, Mm -hmm. I'm in, like, a just, like, this, I'm in the air. I don't know. But I've had, because I've had really good weed and really good sex. So, it's like, really good weed and sex is, like, it's just, like. Top tier. Yes, top tier, yes. See, I wouldn't, I, I don't know too much about the high stuff. But the drinking. Yeah, but like only time I've gotten, I'm not a really a smoker, smoker, but mm-hmm. only time I've actually smoked like with my sister or whatever, and then I've just used my vibrator, and it was great. Um, I ain't do it that many times to be able to really compare what's better, though. What um what kind of body types are do you um like to have sex with the most? Like, what's your favorite body type to, to have? Like, you know, tall, slim, or like you know, big, like big build, or like you know, what's like your what's like one of your memorable experiences with a guy when it comes to like body type? My man. Mm-hmm. I, don't know, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, <laughs> so what's like? Is he like? Is he like broad? Is he like? Um, he's strong. Mm-hmm. He's strong. We kind of like the same height. Mm-hmm. He's a little bit taller than me, but um, so he be, he be flipping and twisting. Like, <laughs> um, I wouldn't say that. I've actually, um, I think I'm a little. I'm just a little different. It's like, but I'm dominant. So mm-hmm. I'm okay, not, yes, I, I don't really pray for you to be doing all of that. Like mm-hmm. I'm more of the, you know. I'm going to take control in the bedroom type. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't really think it's a body type for me. Um, I don't really think it's a body type. It's about your skill level, mm-hmm. what you can do. Like, Because you can do all of this all day. Mm-hmm. But if we get in the bedroom, I need to see if you can actually deliver. And it's mm-hmm. your focus, me. Because if your focus is me making sure I get mine, we're going to be good. Mm-hmm. But it's more so about you delivering. Can you actually give oral sex until I orgasm. Some people can do it a little bit and kind of go and then they stop. Can you really do it until, do you really know what the spot is? Some people don't even know what they're looking for. They just down there, just, you know what I'm saying? When it comes to sex, can you really please me with penetration? You know, and can I have an orgasm? Because it's not, I don't really think that, it's taboo because you know they always talking about like the size matter. That's always mm. a big thing. Do you but, think? So? Do you think? Because so? I think that's because you you have Instagram live sometimes. I think wasn't yeah. that one of the topics? Yeah, does the size matter to you? Like let's let's touch on that just real quick. <laughs> does size matter to you? Yes and no. Because people when people think about size, they think if it's small. Now I'm going to say I've dealt with some guys that's literally this big, mm-hmm. and I never thought it was a thing. And it's not their fault because you don't get to pick a dick at birth. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You got what you got. Mm-hmm. Now, in that case, size matters. You can't really do too much. Move in and in and out. Slow you stru- can't. You can't do much. In that case, yes, yeah, size matter. If you have a decent five inch, six inch, but it's thick and you know what you're doing, size don't matter. Me personally, I don't want no dick this big. I don't want no eight, nine inch, but some people do. That's way too much for me. I don't want it coming out of my throat. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's way too much dick. But, <laughs> but I think like a perfect, you know, six and a half, se- I'm good on that. You know what I'm saying? But you can have a guy that got a good bit and don't know what to do with it. They're not about pleasing you. They're all about self. They 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 have sex until they come and then that's it. Mm. They ain't even thinking about whether you got yours or not. So for me, when it comes to that aspect, size does not matter. Because I've been with some people like literally here, but a lot of girth, that's what we call it, girth, mm-hmm. is thick. And we, we can we can make something shake. You know what I mean? <laughs> so we make something shake. Guys, there's hope if you're insecure. <laughs> guys, um, there's hope. Um, okay, so... What okay so what let's 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 bring up bedroom candy and okay. like what are your what have what are some of your signature pieces that you like to promote to your clients? Um, so 
first off with bedroom candy, I want what one of the things that I do want people to understand is that bedroom candy is a lifestyle brand. Mm-hmm. So it promotes that confidence, it promotes that self-care and making sure as women we do feel confident about our bodies because we have smells, we have, mm-hmm. you know, things that, that that goes on with our body that we can't control. Mm-hmm. Um so it is a lifestyle brand. So with bedroom candy, you're gonna get the bath and body collection. You're mm-hmm. going to get perfumes you're going to get the makeup collection because candy coated cosmetics came out and that's also a part of the bedroom candy brand so even with you know doing your makeup and a little eyebrow and a little Mm -hmm. lippy can really boost your confidence and make you feel like you know when i do my makeup you can't tell me nothing oh period (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean like once i do my make when i put this makeup on you can't tell me nothing so it does boost your confidence not saying that you feel like you're ugly without it Mm -hmm. but i add a little extra to this brow and Mm -hmm. you can't tell me nothing Mm -hmm. so that makeup line that they added to it is also something that we sell and we offer to our women as well to kind of add a little extra yeah Um, so with the makeup the bath and body even for men there's bath and body stuff there's men so you cater to men as well exactly okay yeah bedroom candy caters to men as well you got lotions you got sprays you got you got a lot of stuff for men as well scrubs um but it's really you know it's inclusive i'm Mm -hmm. gonna say that but a lot of people feel like oh it's just toys it's just toys so that's one of the biggest things that I want people to understand with bedroom candy. It's an array of things. Like it's it's a little bit of everything. You know, you got your foreplay stuff. You got your arousal. Did you want to take some out and yes, d- maybe discuss? So if we want to start with like one of my favorite products, and I say this for all my women because women we struggle with finding the right soap mm-hmm. for down there. You know what I'm saying? We we can be thrown off quick. When it comes to our pH levels and mm-hmm. our vagina and stuff like that, we can be thrown off quick. So I think one of the best things that we have is a woman's like feminine line that caters to us. Even stuff down to like women with big boobs, mm-hmm. stuff that can keep you dry underneath. You know what I mean? Thighs, mm-hmm. your thighs rub together, stuff that can keep you from chafing and stuff like that. So I think bedroom candy has made it very inclusive. So one of the things that I promote, I use every day. I don't use no other soap. I buy about a six count. Before I started using this soap, I would have issues constantly because it could be the wrong soap. It could be your underwear. Mm -hmm. It could be perfume. Anything can throw you off, and then you got to go to the clinic, figure out what's going on. Mm -hmm. And it's like, who wants to keep going through that cycle? And Mm -hmm. I think the worst part about it is, as a woman, you feel like you might be the only one until you have that party, Mm -hmm. and you find out that every woman in the room is having the same exact issue. Mm -hmm. So it's like, wow, look, this worked for me. I want to give this to you, see if it works for you. This is a soap that I've never had no issues you with. You want to show it to the camera? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How do I see it? Can you, can you see it? Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll zoom in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, okay. so it's called the Balance Bar. So mm-hmm. it's a pH balance um, soap that's great for your intimate areas. Mm. So I love this bar. I'm going to let you have this bar. Okay, thank but you. That bar is amazing. Um, my mom uses it. My whole family yeah. uses it. It's kid-friendly, too. There's no fragrance in it. It's vegan-friendly. It's a perfect soap for women. So, like, it starts with that confidence. Because, literally, if you have a smell down there, you're going to go into sex already feeling like, oh, I hope you don't. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And there's a lot of women that men have sex with that I hear. They be like, yeah, Shawty was thinking when she came home. You know what I'm damn. saying? And then you're like, damn, you know, I wish I could have been there to help her. Yeah. Because we get that a lot. Sometimes with men, don't let it be a guy with an uncircumcised penis that's not cleaning it the yeah. way it should be. So, that confidence start there and cleaning your body and making sure that, Everything smells good. When you smell good, you like, right now I can drop these drawers and it could be on. You Period. Know what I'm it's giving, you know. Yeah. But it starts there. So I do want people to know that we have that to start you off with. Mm-hmm. Make sure you feel good, smell and this good. And this, this is good for like, like, um, People love to talk about the, the baby wipe method, like, you know, going back from a clean up a little bit. Or this, is this good for, like, a like a quickie, too? I have something else for a quickie. Ooh, okay. okay. But I don't have it with me, but it's called Fresh. Okay. But, no, that is get down to the nitty-gritty, wash up, blah, 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 get yourself together, and it gets rid of anything that can cause any types of odors. Under mm-hmm. your arms, in between your ass crack, vagina, feet, all of that. It gets you right. Okay, okay. So that's the balance bar. The balance bar. Um, and then we have, like, this... Blooming cherry bubble bath. 
So a lot of bubble bath that they create, right? You, We like that bubble bath. You know, mm-hmm. we like a good bath. But it could throw off your pH as but well. But it'll throw off your pH. Mm-hmm. So this one is another one. So if you don't, if you're more of a bubble bath type of person, mm-hmm. this will be something that I would recommend that I tell women, hey, look, I know you like your bubble baths, but you know they can throw you off and then you back. You don't want to keep, you know, repeating that cycle. Mm-hmm. So the bubble bath smells great. This is for you. Thank the you. The bubble bath smells great. And same thing. You're going to be good, smell good, taste good. You get out of the shower, and you can go right into what you're trying to do. Okay. So, I love it. I love that. Um, aside from that, kind of getting more into, like, Let me all my little cleansers. We have a CBD collection. Ooh. So the CBD, that's another thing that people don't really know about, right? We don't really promote that as much. When you hear bedroom candy, you just think toys. Mm-hmm. So I want to be able to promote the fact that bedroom candy is not just about toys. You know, and I noticed the highlight. But it's not really just about toys. Mm-hmm. But the CBD collection, this is more of our sea salts. It's a bath sea salt that you put inside your bath to kind of relax you. So if you you all know oh, what CBD is, mm-hmm. right? So we have a CBD collection. You got this. We have like an unwind me lotion, something you can just put on your feet. Oh. Your feet are hurting, things like that. It's like a, we even have a CBD lubricant. And we'll, we'll, <laughs> I can talk to you about that one too. That CBD lubricant actually causes you to be overly wet, like very, very lubricated. Oh. It's amazing. But the CBD bath sauce is everything. Like, literally, after I come from work, a couple scoops in my bath to put that in it, and then I'm just relaxed. I might beat them went to sleep. <laughs> but it's great. You know what I mean? It's, it's amazing. Um, CBD bath sauce. And then... CBD bath sauce, guys. I'm going to talk about... Love the packaging as well. Isn't it? It's great. Like, yeah. you got to see how our toys come... Nice, the, good containers. With the books and the, the instructions, okay. and I think it's great. You know, another thing that I like to say is Bedroom Candy is a boutique, mm-hmm. a boutique collection. You're not going to find these products just anywhere, and most boutiques are not cheap. Mm. It's not cheap products. We're like the Gucci for your coochie, mm. okay? Oh. That's what it is. It's not give you don't never go to Gucci and be like, y'all got a sale? You don't really see no. sales. You, either can, you can afford it or you can't. It's, you know what I mean? It's quality. And... It's very much so quality stuff. So it's like everything that we sell is stuff that we have created and stuff that like the the balance bar, a bedroom candy consultant actually created that. And now she sells it through us. Okay. So it's a lot of stuff that we created. Um, so Lubricant. bedroom candy allows um, the consultants to, um, you know, go and in, go into, I guess, um, entrepreneurship as well. And like, you know, I guess putting in, you know, I guess, I guess like what, like contributing to the products. So I guess in this case, she already kind of had it and showed them, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Cause you know, and you, in a world when you, when it comes to business, it's about making your own opportunities. Mm. She created a soap, felt like it was a great thing to add to the bedroom candy collection. They pick it up and was like, great, let's do it. Mm-hmm. And it was perfect. You know what I mean? So it's not something that they offer, but it's something like if I go out there and put myself out, it's not something, it's not like you came to me and was like, hey, I want to do it. I'm like, hey, look, I'm trying to be on your show. Mm-hmm. So I think it was more so of that type of thing. So it's not something that the, it's said, mm-hmm. but if you got something, they're definitely open to saying, okay, well, let's try it out. Okay. Um, lubricants. Well, how you feel about lubricants? I've never had to use lubricant before. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not talking shit. I just never had to. Right. So that's good. I'm glad you said that. Mm-hmm. So when I go to parties, right, everybody's don't need lubricant. Mm-hmm. I don't need it. Never had to use it. I'm, mm-hmm. you know, it's giving WAP, you know, it's <laughs> always wet mm-hmm. X, Y, and Z. And I like to change the narrative around lubricants. Everybody feels like lubricant is something that you need it when you need it. Lubricant is more of something that you add because it is needed every single time. And I say this because depending on how long you decide to have sex, Mm -hmm. your vagina is going to eventually dry out, Mm -hmm. regardless of how wet you are. So once the penis inserts the vagina, it soaks up about 75% of your vaginal wetness. Mm -hmm. So if you plan on having some marathon play, like we about to go back to back, (laughs) that pussy ain't going to sustain. Okay? So it's going to be needed to add some lubricant to it. Mm -hmm. It's never given that, oh, I'm dry, I got to add some lubricant. But if I'm wet, let's make it wetter. That's how I try to change the narrative of that. If a woman ever went to the bathroom and it kind of was like, you know, a little bit of sensation, it's because it wasn't lubricated enough. You may be good when you start out, drip waterfall, dripping. Mm-hmm. But depending on how long you plan on going, don't let the ceiling fan be running. The the, <laughs> the air is going off. He just in, And then men like to turn you around, flip mm-hmm. you. He's just in and out, in and mm-hmm. out. Every time he's in and out, he's just soaking up all of that lubricant. And now you're left with what? You only had time to try to, re, you know, get mm-hmm. back. You know what I'm saying? So... I want to try to change the narrative around lubricants, and it's very much so needed. 
And not saying that, oh, you must be dry. You need a little bit of this because I'm far from dry. But I noticed <laughs> that. But I noticed that adding certain lubricants makes everything just that much more slipperier. Mm, like we have nope. a lube. It's called Sleek. Best best thing they could have ever invented. Like Sleek. Sleek was was created for anal sex, mm-hmm. but you can use it for uh, penetration. But when I say slippery, it's good during water play because if you ever had sex in the shower, it's giving very squeaky. It's going mm-hmm. it's going to dry you out. But the lubricant for um, the sleek lubricant is great if you're trying to do anything like maybe like in a tub or in a shower and things like that because it doesn't dry you out. Mm-hmm. So lubricants are are great. And then you have stuff like this, like a flavored lubricant. Mm-hmm. When it comes to oral sex, it may be used on him. You know what I mean? So, oh, okay, let me just add a little flavor to it. It helps her stay a little longer. Mm-hmm. Chocolate, strawberry, green apple, all that stuff makes it taste great. Makes you stay down there. So it's edible. Long. It's edible. So, yeah, that's that's I, I love lubricants, you know. Mm, that's cool. You know, you know, you know. Okay, delicious encounters. Yes. Okay, candy. Shoot, I'm gonna just put it. Right, I'm gonna sit it right here. Okay. Um, chocolate, my fave. <laughs> chocolate is great, I and I always tell uh, men if they're gonna buy something, buy what your your woman likes. She's gonna be the one tasting it. Mm-hmm. Don't get the flavor you like because you can't suck your own dick. Right. right? So you got to make sure you get the flavor that she likes. Um, when it comes to clitoral stimulation, mm. one of my big, my best sellers is the Womanizer. And the Womanizer is a direct clitoral stimulator. Mm-hmm. And let me see if I can get this out. Because I don't like it. I want to come out. I gotta get a lot of women one. get this one. It's called the Helping Hand. Some people call it the Pocket Pussy. Oh. Um, it is used to... Um, I don't want to rip it. You basically, can rip it if you want. Okay. Oh, you can hold this. It is you. You can feel it. It's soft. What, can I squeeze it? Yeah, you can squeeze it. You can do Whoa. whatever you want to do. Um, it is used for oral sex. That's why it's called the helping hand for women. So while you're giving oral sex, you'll basically... Let me show you something really quick. Um, so I usually do a demonstration with this at my parties. Mm-hmm. And people go crazy like, oh, my God. You know? Um, which actually I can't do it. So this is what's so called again? The, po- the pocket it's called, pussy? It's called the helping hand. The helping hand, okay. But in the streets, you know, they'd be like, oh, you got the pocket pussy? I know what they're talking about. You know what I mean? Like, I know what they're oh referring to. Oh, my God. So this is basically used. This is for so men, right? This is for men. Okay. So <gasps> people will get this, right? And this is one of our inclusive LGBTQ mm-hmm. um, toys that you can use and put inside of a harness. I'm going to talk about this one next. Mm-hmm. Um, but the helping hand. So what I'll do at parties is... I'll put a little bit of lubricant in there, and I will make sure it's, and then I'll go like this. Does this sound familiar? Yep. And they be like, yes, <laughs> right? So hopefully that sounds familiar to you. If it don't, I mean, you need to get you a lubricant, mm-hmm. okay? Um, granted, you need to get one anyway, but the helping hand basically slides right onto the penis, Shine. and it takes up a good amount of space. Mm-hmm. So it kind of helps us when it comes to oral sex because, the most sensitive part of the penis is the head. Mm-hmm. So that's what we really need to focus the most. Okay. So you seen girls trip when they use that grapefruit and they mm. should have never did that because it's citrus and it'll burn you all up. Mm. But this is basically that alternative. So I'm going to show you this and then you can kind of hold it at the base and do like a up and over suction on the head of the penis. You can kind of get really creative. So the, 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 the main thing with this is it's like, okay, what are your rejections to oral sex? Mm-hmm. I ask that at parties. Oh, it's too big. I have a bad gag reflex. Mm-hmm. It got a taste to it. Like, get in the shower with him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Get in the shower. If, if that's the case, you know, y'all need to talk about something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But make sure that, you know, you know what he likes, you know what he don't likes. But just being able to please your partner sexually, this is a good additive to make sure that, you know what I'm saying, you can take care of this with your hand and then just focus on the head. Oh, I'm try that out. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the twisting situation yeah, that is twisting that like a, situation? Okay. And that's the thing. So when I told you you talk during oral sex, like, mm-hmm. do, you, do you like this? Is this you like it like this? You like it? Would you like me? <laughs> <laughs> you know why you got to put the white voice on? You like it? It's more so like you talking to your regular, you know, voice, but. You're, like I said, you got to be comfortable with the guy that you're having sex with. You got to be comfortable enough to communicate 
You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. vice versa. So, you know, you know that you're pleasing him and you know you're not going to be the talk of the group chat mm-hmm. when he go back with his friends. You're like, man, why the shawty ain't even know she bit me a little bit? You know, so, you do not want to be that. Okay, so the biting. Okay, so when it comes to oral sex, with, with oral, actual oral sex, like what do you, what are your, some of your recommendations when it comes to applying oral sex? Like, you, like so you won't bite anyone or like, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? I would say um, practice makes progress. Okay. You know what I'm saying? The more you do it, the better you might get at it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I don't know how to tuck your teeth. Like, <laughs> you know, kind of keep your teeth away from the penis. Yeah, yeah. or maybe, like, um, you know, no, you know, not a lot of, like, um, tension in your jaw, too, because your jaw yes. will cramp up really so fast, guys. Enough. That is that Don't really do that, ladies. Point. Yeah. And a lot of women feel like, I get tired too quick. And it's really an art. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really an art on how to kind of relax your muscles in your jaw. Like you were saying, mm-hmm. exactly what you were saying. Relax your muscles in your jaw. Go at your own pace. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That foreplay is necessary. Because if you can get him to a certain peak before you even start oral sex, half the job is done. Same mm-hmm. with women. If I can get you aroused during foreplay, and foreplay starts with sending nudes. Mm. You know, talking freaky. You know, saying little stuff through text messages when I meet you. I mean, up against the wall, kissing, passionate hugs. All of that is foreplay. So if I can get you aroused before we even go into that, you already kind of halfway there. Mm-hmm. So once you go into giving oral sex, definitely communicating. Um, you know, just pacing yourself. That way your teeth ain't, you know, scraping up and all of that. Um, making sure, like, I think the best, the best, you usually give the best oral sex when you're really into the person because mm-hmm. you're really trying to satisfy that person. When you don't really care, you're just doing this because... It's like a chore or something. It's like a chore. Yeah. But if your relationship is good, mm-hmm. it's not a chore. It's like, oh, yeah, he did what? Oh, okay, I can't. When he get home, it's on and crying. I'm like, I done cooked. I mm-hmm. can't wait. You're, you're ready. That's what you want to do every single night. Do women ever ask you about the whole Kegel trick as well? During sex, like you know, like when you squeeze, like you squeeze, yeah, mm -hmm. like your vagina while while he's yeah inside. Um, I don't get asked about it often. It's a thing that you can do. Um, you know, we sell kegel balls. Mm -hmm. Um, but that's the only time we really talk about kegels, and it's more so to strengthen that PC muscle. Mm. You know what that PC muscle is, right? Mm -hmm. So the PC muscle is the muscle that you use to cut off your pee. So when you're urinating mm. and you go to squeeze and you mm-hmm. can stop because men don't have that. Mm. Y'all can't just stop y'all pee in mid. Like once y'all start going, it's just y'all just going. Well, from what I heard. Mm-hmm. But we can actually pee and cut it off, pee and cut it. Mm-hmm. So that muscle, when you release and contract, release and contract, you're basically doing Kegel exercises. Mm-hmm. The balls are there to basically get you to whatever goal you're trying to get to faster. It's almost like working out, but then adding weights. Once you add weights, then you really going to bulk up. So those Kegel exercises are something you can do without Kegels, but they can feel that contraction on their penis if you're doing it while you're having sex. Well, do you like, do you receive any like testimonies afterwards or like, Oh yeah. All the time. Like people that buy toys mm-hmm. and stuff, girl. Yes. I receive testimonies from people that buy toys, people that may did not purchase anything, but had a conversation with me mm-hmm. um, because you just never know the different things that women are going through and the challenges that they have when it comes to sex. Some people, um, got, you know, hysterectomies, mm. they trying to keep it wet. Then you got my foot. My target audience is 40 and over. Okay. At that age, they know what they want. They know what they're coming to get. They know their bodies. They don't care. I want that, 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 and that. Ring me up. Here go my card. <laughs> That's where they at. Our age and younger, mm, I don't know. Let me just try to, I'm just try to, mm-hmm. that little thing right. That's where we at. Mm-hmm. 40 and up. Girl, yeah, can I get, <laughs> they ready, they just know, you know what I mean? They not shy, I can I can do my purchase in front of them, I don't give a damn, I'm going to do the anal stuff, can I try, they don't care, and that's me, so it's like mm. I relate to them more than anybody younger than Because you're more, you have expertise. Right, mm-hmm. so that 40 and over crowd is like, when people call me for those parties, I'm on it, those are quick thousand dollar parties, mm. you literally going in there, I do parties for about three hours. I come in, introduce myself. You know, I already got that hosting. You know, hey, girl, how y'all doing? Da, 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 da. We get right into it. We go straight through everything. I talk about vaginal health. We talk about skincare, foreplay, arousal. We do like this little raffle. Then we go into the him, you, and two method, the products you can use on him, things you can use on yourself, and things you both can use together. Mm, and him, then, you, and two. That's dope. Him, you, and two. Then we move into adventure, G-spot, anal, blindfolds, handcuffs, all of that good stuff. And... At the end of that party, they ready. I know what I already wrote down when I want to get each person $300. Next person, 300 I mean, racket. Mm-hmm. I mean, they don't play. So that's really where my target audience is. But 
when it's an essential shoe, like we already spend that much money for hair and weave and bundles and right. makeup and why shoes not, and clothes and stuff, why not um the intimate intimate route? You know what I'm but, saying? But shoe. you know what? People tend to not be expensive with their pussy. You know, people would rather go to CVS and pick up the toy, the little one that they seen for fifteen dollars. We don't think like, let me get something expensive for my lady parts, mm-hmm. like my actual vagina. I'm gonna be cheap with, but I'll put you know Gucci on my back, right? And mm. it's like mm, that don't really add you up. You know what I mean? But I think it's more so just having that conversation and making people realize, like, damn, that's me. I got a Gucci bag, but I'll get that fifteen dollar vibrator and put it in my coochie. And it's mm. like, why would you do that? You know what I mean? But it's definitely a thing. How do you feel about lingerie? I love it. I think you should wear lingerie even when you're not, because people think lingerie. I, I don't got no man. I don't need that. Mm-hmm. I don't need no man to wear lingerie. That goes back to loving yourself. That self-love is important. Like, I wear lingerie because I look at myself like 25-8 in the mirror. Like, mm-hmm. literally all day long. <laughs> when I get out the shower, it's about me. It's about me, 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 me. So, just having a little robe with a little, you know, tie. I just want to admire myself. I got to be able to fall in love with me before I'm expecting somebody else to do it. So I think lingerie is something that you can put on just for yours. It's for you. It's not even for them. It's for you. Now, granted, them seeing it is a plus if you deserve it. But this is for me. I think women should wear lingerie. So so where do you see yourself with um, consulting and, and, you know, like where where would you want to, you know, progress this? Like what are your goals when it comes to this? So as of right now, um, so if you don't know, Bedroom Candy is an MLM, so a multi-level marketing company. Okay. So um, I have about 50 people underneath of me right now that works um, – my first line, second line, it's a downline type of thing that I get paid off of. So in the future, maybe like in the next five years, I plan to not actually have to do parties, mm-hmm. but to just continue to train people to do it mm. and I can still get paid. That'll be dope. Yeah, that's where I plan on being at with this. Like, it's really just a duplicatable system. Like, literally, I can show you how to do a party in an hour. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, you're going to catch on to it the more and more you do it. But people see me do parties and be like, I can't do that. I'm like, you should have saw me four years ago. Everything mm. is about progress. Like, think about your first show down to your, your mm, initial. Yeah. Like, my first you, my first party, I was, a, I was a newbie. I didn't know what I was doing, but I tried it. That's what anything you do. But this is really a duplicatable process. I can literally say, hey, look, this is what you do. You're going to go in there. You're going to talk about X, Y, and Z. Show them X, Y, and Z. And to be honest, the products sell themselves. Mm-hmm. It's almost like going into the store. Ooh, that looks nice. What that do? Oh, girl, that's going to X, Y, and Z. That's going to do that. Okay, I'm going to get that. It's just really about the people that's ready to purchase. So I really do see myself at a point where um, I'm still making money from bedroom candy, but more so because I have a huge downline mm-hmm. and I'm more so on that motivational speaking type, you know, just, just convincing women to take control, take that power back when it comes to the bedroom business and everything else that falls in between. But that self-love has to be there. Um, I do like to tell women that, um, go through that period of time by yourself. Mm-hmm. That time you need by yourself. Like, it's so imperative. Like, I had to do that. I had to say, you know what? I need to say, what is it that I want to do? Where do I want to be in different aspects of my life? Whether it's financially, sexually, mm-hmm. relationship, all of that. Business, where do I want to see my account, my mm-hmm. money, all of that stuff. And then start to work from that place. But for me, I really just, I just make, I just put me first. And everything that I do, I make sure that I can't be like, man, see, I knew I shouldn't have did that for her. As always, I did that for me. So however it worked out, it worked out. Mm-hmm. But really always putting yourself in it. Most people are people pleasers. You can't win being a people pleaser because you'll find yourself doing this. Tw- I mean, like literally. You're gonna and then you, want, and you won't enjoy yourself. You won't enjoy your life. Life is way too short to sit around and be trying to please everybody else that may or may not be there in the next five years. Mm -hmm. You really got to focus on you. So when I go home, like even down to the smallest things, like if I go home and my feet hurt and I know it's time for me to take a bath, he might be calling like, Oh, I want to talk to him, but I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta worry about me. Mm -hmm. I gotta go get in this tub. I gotta make sure I soak. I gotta make sure I'm good. Keeping my nails done is a thing for me. My toes. I see women, they just, they get in relationship. They let themselves go. Mm. Hair ain't been done in a week. 
nails don't get done no more. Your toes, and you don't even look like you got some life in you. Mm-hmm. Like that's putting you first. That when you come around, you're like, well, what's going on with you, girl? I had some, I had some dick last night, girl. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> you don't even have to get in them, but you just put you first. It's really about girl. I mean, when you you feel good when you're taking care of your body. When you're eating good, you know, all of that stuff plays a part in it. So I just feel like just put yourself first in everything you do. I even feed myself first before the, you know, people like, yeah, feed the kids and your man first. Mm-hmm. Shit. Shoot, your, put, your kids are 11 and 8. They can make their own little, um, they they little hot pockets and, 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 right. and spaghetti. Shoot, I was cooking, cooking spaghetti at 8 years old. Spaghetti, you know, eggs, all that shit. I'm an 8 years old child. They can go right but up in that kitchen. I tell people, because my mom, <laughs> so like my mom's era, right? It was you make your food, you got to feed the kids, you know, give your man a plate, and then you eat. I said, well, mom, when you get on the plane, I said, you got to put your own mask on first mm-hmm. before you help anybody else around you. Mm. And that's just what I do in life. I put my own mask on first because I feel better feeding you if I'm on a full stomach. <laughs> right? If I eat first, I'm on my stomach growling, so I'm going to be mad. Hey, mm. get your plate, get your fork. I'm going to be upset. So, but if I could feed, I'm already good. So, hey, girl, you need any, you want some sauce? <laughs> I'm happy feeding you. Mm-hmm. You can't do nothing in life if you don't take care of yourself first. Mm-hmm. So, that's my narrative. Always take care of Jasmine first. That's a quotable. Right. Always take care of me first, and then I can help y'all out. Like, but if I'm home, if I'm hangry, I can't feed, I'm probably going to have attitude. Mm-hmm. But if I'm, on a, if I'm good, if I don't take care of me, I can help out everybody else around me without an attitude. Yeah. Without an attitude. One last question. Okay. Okay, so you said that um, your target audience is 40 and up. Do you see yourself maybe, like, expanding that target range? Um. So, the target range is always a thing. It doesn't really mean that. I mean, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I won't sell to nobody mm-hmm. younger or older than that or whatever, but I noticed that that's where I make the bulk of my money. Mm-hmm. With that age range, between that 40 and 55, 60 I usually I don't think I have a party older than sixty, but between that range or whatever, that's usually where I make my my most money. Not saying that I want to have a party with a bunch of twenty, because you can find a good mature group of twenty five, mm-hmm. twenty six year olds. Mm-hmm. It's just rare. Mm-hmm. They just I don't need that. I don't need that. I'm good because we feel like we all good. Mm-hmm. Forty and over, they going through menopause. They got some stuff going on. They realize that I'm they trying to figure some things out. Yeah, lube. You mm-hmm. know, shit didn't work out with that first marriage. I need to add a little spice. You know, or I've been married for a while. I want to add something new to the bedroom. I want to learn. You you will be surprised at how many people don't know that they got three holes down there, including the butthole. Right. Okay. Or the names of them. Mm-hmm. Yes, your urethra, your vagina mm-hmm, hole, and mm-hmm. then your anus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but some women, even at 50 these days, have never had an orgasm. Never experienced it. But back then, it was all about making sure my man gets pleased. Mm-hmm. He's the bread mm-hmm. person. He's bringing home the money. Da, da, da. I got to make sure he get what he need to get and then get up out of there. Mm-hmm. It's not about me. Nowadays, I need mine first. Get that bread, get that head, then leave. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, nowadays, it's a different aura. So... There's a lot of older women that's just that's just now getting into figuring themselves out, even getting their first toy or, you know, even playing with themselves. They, oh, my God, you do what? So when I come in the room and I'm talking about this stuff so gracefully, they just like, can I talk to you on the side? You know what I mean? But that's really, you know, my target audience. And it's like, it's amazing to see how many people have never experienced this stuff and how big of a conversation this could be and how important it is because, nobody's talking about it. it's one of those things that everybody's doing but nobody's talking about mm-hmm. until you decide to have a bedroom candy party and it's like okay this is the safe place to have it and it's something that you have with you and your group of friends that you trust that you want to talk about it with i've done couples parties i've done all women i've done co-ed mm. you can mix it up because a lot of men want to be a part of the conversation mm-hmm. too you know but at the end of the day, everybody needs it. I hope at this interview, um, people you know from different ages want to you know learn more. I yeah. definitely feel like that's. I hope I hope that the age range you know becomes more popularized with like the thirty and under and the, and the thirty five year olds and all that. So too. So I hope I hope that happens. Yeah, I hope, um, so too. I hope so too. But where can we find you? So you can find me on Instagram, Jasmine Um, Facebook, same thing, Jasmine mm-hmm. Brandon. Actually, Jasmine Brandon. And um, I spell Desiree for people. Oh, 
J-A-S-M-I-N-E dot D-E-S-A-R-A-I. And that's on Instagram. That's on Instagram, yes. Mm-hmm. And then that your information, um, you know, for contact and, you know, for parties and yep, bookings and things like that. Everything's on there. The website, everything that you need to know is on there. So if you're looking to book a party, you can reach me on there. If you're looking to join the business, because we're always looking for new people to join the business. Okay. Um, and if you're looking to just get more information on products because you want to buy something, you can find the information on there as well. Okay. Well, thank you so yes. much for this. Con- I've learned so much, and I'm, I'm yeah, I learned so much, and I'm, I'm way more comfortable discussing it. Yes, yeah, that's good. Did you learn some things, J. Rob? You did. <laughs> yeah, you learned some stuff. Great. Okay. Well, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Heard the Podcast. Thank you, Jasmine, for joining You're me. Welcome. You can find Heard the Podcast on um, Instagram and Twitter at Heard the Podcast, YouTube, H E R D H E R apostrophe D the Podcast. Um, I'm your host, Danny, and I'm out. Bye. <laughs>